guys. Welcome to Be the Karen. This is Ashlyn. And I'm Liz. Hey guys. And y'all know this is the weekly podcast for Black women by Black women where we can laugh, scream, cry, shout, and do it all in a judgment-free and Karen-free zone. Yes, no Karens over here. Y'all know we do not play that. And you guys know how we like to get started with a Black business. This week, I am shouting out my friend and fellow Akron native, Zandra Solomon. We went to Kenmore High School together. Hey, Zandra. Um, she has a business called The Manifestation Studio. And what it is, um, it's a lot of motivational um, words, manifestation. Um, she has shirts that says, my, my life is lit, um, journals. Um, so all types of things if you guys are into like, um, manifestation and um, spirituality and things like that. She also has crystals. Um, so definitely check her out. Um, she is on Instagram at the manifestation studio and um, the link to her bio is in there. So you can see her YouTube channel, her manifestation journals, all of that stuff by clicking the link. All righty. So how was your weekend girl? So my weekend was good. Um, this week was kind of weird. Like I had, um, my mom had a little bit of a health scare, a little hiccup, but she's okay now. Um, so I just went down to Akron and just, um, well, she lives in Canton now, but um, I just went down there to go see her and just- Wait, like, she lives in Canton now? Oh yeah, their house is in Canton. Oh, I know that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt but, you, but you just dropped a bomb. Oh, I thought I told you that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they live in Canton now, but um yeah so I just went there and like I get there I'm in the house more than she is you know <laughs> her and my stepdad went to a winery and went shopping and Liz's mom is a grown-ass woman she like I get out the hospital and go drink some wine okay she was like I like why are you here is the question so like, but I, I was, right and I also had to do a little bit of work this weekend but um overall it was just good to you know see her see my brother and everybody so Yes, my weekend was good. Um, shoot, I always forget the weekend, but I always like be smoke. Oh, y'all, I smoked so much weed all weekend. I was like in a fog and it's because it was my first week of work and it was so amazing. I love this new job and I was just living my life. Like this was such a great and relaxing weekend. It was really what I needed. But also what I needed was to talk about the king, the number one, the eighth, who LeBron, the Akron native, a kid from who, Liz? Akron, just a kid from, a kid from where? Yes. My dude, LeBron, won the damn championship for the Lakers. They hadn't had a championship in 10 years. This is his 17th season, his fourth championship on his third um, team. It's only because this nigga from Akron, that nigga from Akron. Only. I mean, every time I see LeBron, I just smile. I'm so happy for him. I don't see how you are from Akron and could hate on LeBron. Yeah. I don't understand it, but oh my gosh, he is just, he's so like deserving of everything. He is amazing. Mm -hmm. And girl, that just took me back to like when he brought the Cavs, their championship Woo! in 2016. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what song. I didn't know if he was going with Remember the Time. I or... didn't either. I didn't either. All right. Yeah, that happened. I just did. I did match two songs, didn't I? You did. Girl, finish the story. Okay. But yeah, so it was 2000. 
the year was 2016. And me and Ashlyn were, you know, back from college living in Akron, feeling mighty low. And, um, (laughs) and we, um, you know, like everybody watched the championship and LeBron brought the Cavs their first championship in like how many years? A hundred. Like forever. No, literally a hundred. I'm not even being dramatic. Oh, really? oh, I thought you were being funny. No, I literally am not being funny. It was like a damn century, bitch. Oh, wow. So yeah, naturally we went out. You know, we're in Akron. Or it could have been just 40 years. I actually don't know now. A <laughs> hundred years sounds like a lot, but I just went with it. Like, I think it was, I think it was the Cubs that it was a hundred years. And that's when I had first came to Chicago. Y'all, I'm sorry. See, Cleveland and Chicago, so much shit that happened in Cleveland and Chicago the year that I left. Is, and baseball is much older than basketball, right? Girl, I don't, I don't know, girl. I don't know. But, um, no, I yeah, don't. So, but, the, but we had so much fun that day. Ashlyn and I got so drunk, and we had work the next day, but we didn't care. And, oh, it was a night. No, I called off. I know you did. Was I wasn't as drunk as you. Huh? I was not as drunk as you. Y'all, let me tell y'all what I was. I was, uh, my family had been there and I don't think I had ever seen Akron so hype in my life. Like even my cousins was there. Like my family was there. I was like, what the hell? Girl, Liz is no type of friend. Cause I was up on them damn, that damn bar twerking and shit. She ain't tell me to sit down or nothing. Ashlyn, there was literally no stopping you. I would have <laughs> had to like literally prop you down. And I was not about to do that. Like... <laughs> I was going so hard. A lot of people going way harder than you, though. I know. I'm joking. I wasn't meaning you really wasn't a friend, but I was like, bitch, I was going so hard. You ain't even stopped me with the shots. (laughs) And then, so, y'all, I had put in my two weeks notice at my job because I was about to leave to Chicago, and you're not supposed to call off during that time. I was so sick, y'all. I couldn't do... I was even, like, scared that I was going to have to pay some money back because you're not supposed to do that for that company. Y'all, I was so sick from that damn bar, Brubaker's downtown, and it's closed now. But that was like, that is literally one of the funnest nights of our lives together, Liz. That was so fun. RIP Brubaker's. That was our like little like, okay, we didn't do the valley. We got like a little bit of drunk, but we're not too drunk to drive downtown. Like, oh, the memories. I really feel like that time really like solidified like us as best friends like not to get all mushy but like like we because we were like in the trenches together and it was like we really (laughs) because we were like I honestly missed that time we ain't have like we was just out of college we ain't really have we wasn't in our career careers yet like that was such a chill ass time we just got drunk a lot around that time I'm happy that we're coming back now as grown women yeah we got money now Yes, we can get drunk all the time, girl. What you mean? This, okay, so I found us an apartment, y'all, and it says that they are literally up, uh, across the hall from each other. If me and Liz live across the hall from each other, they're going to kick our asses out. <laughs> I'm going to just open the door drunk. <laughs> be like, bitch, I got liquor. Let's I go. Well, or we'll be like Maya and Lynn. They live right across from each other. Oh, yeah, I forgot they did. So um, y'all, we didn't just went down memory lane, but we got to talk about something that's really, really serious. So I know you guys have heard about um, SARS in um, Nigeria. And so what SARS is, is a um, like a 
supposed to be like a group that's like the police basically that's supposed to help people in the community like stop terrorism stop murder stop all this violence but they're actually doing the opposite and bringing a lot of violence in Nigeria and you know Nigeria is the most populous um area in, in con uh, con country in the continent and Lagos is one of the biggest places there and it's crazy it's such an amazing city and it's such an amazing country and all of that and it's going through so much and it's really crazy to me also that black people are really fighting for their lives everywhere every country even in the motherland um, it's not just here in America. And so I guess that they they dissolved the the SARS, the, this, you know, this group, and they're now worried that where are these police officers going to go that aren't a part of SARS anymore? Where are they going to be like reassigned or whatever? Because they could still do the same thing. It's really not happening. It's really not a good situation either way it goes. And I just want to say to, you know, our brothers and sisters over in Africa, I know it's always a lot of division between Black and Africans and all of us and, you know, of the African diaspora. But I, we always need to be united together. And I do pray for them as much as I hope they pray for us over here because it is, it is bad for Black people everywhere who just want equality, not just one place. Yes, I think people forget that all the time that, you know, white supremacy is everywhere. Mm -hmm. That whole notion of white supremacy is everywhere. All it does, it just gets adopted through different cultures, through different countries. And, you know, it's trickled down to, you know, to Nigeria. And I just, <clears throat> I just feel like, it, again, I always, like lately, I've just been thinking, burn this shit down. Like all of this needs to just be burned. So we can just like, just start over because that whole, like I said, the whole notion has just been adopted everywhere. And it's, it's unfortunate to see. And like, like you said, pray, praying for our brothers and sisters out there and that, you know, somehow things get resolved. I'm not just praying. Cause I hate when people say, I'm gonna pray for you. That ain't gonna do shit. Like we need to be able to, you know, spread the word. If we can donate, um, we'll put something up on our website to show you guys how that you can support Nigeria and honestly you know I love to act like I'm Miss Blackly Black and know everything and know everything about what's going on with Black people but I just heard about this a few days ago so um excuse me if I don't know everything but I am definitely looking but we did have to touch on it because so much is going on we can't just think that it's only happening here in America. Absolutely and I and I do think you should definitely give yourself grace you know just from you know spreading the message about it and talking about it it's important and you know girl you know you're amazing and <laughs> and I learned about it today so it's fine we're fine um but yes guys we, we definitely want to have some resources do your research on this and um yeah spread the word for sure on another note that's not brighter because y'all know I love me a brighter note but um, I know y'all saw the first vice president, um, what is it, debates. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't like to watch the debates because I'm way too passionate about, you know, how other people are treated. I'm not a political person. I'm just a people person and I just want people to be treated well. So I cannot watch the debates because seeing a Republican, even these Democrats, seeing these politicians and people like having so much control over our lives who are so not good just bothers me but either way Kamala did so good to me and I love that in the face of all of that you know people was being so racist being so sexist and being so disrespectful to her and I'm so glad that she told that motherfucker Pence I'm talking 
calm the fuck down when I'm talking, you piece of shit, okay? Like, I, like he kept on trying to talk over her. The moderator wasn't even trying to help or anything, and she had to shut his ass down. And y'all know the Republicans was mad about that, but shut the fuck up when I'm talking. And it just reminds me of how Black women all the time, and I know other women, but Black women especially have to deal with this, with people gaslighting us or speaking over us or not acknowledging us when we speak. Well, y'all know most of the time we are the smartest ones in the room. We, yes, all the time. Most of the time we have the smart ones in the room. And for her to be like, you know, like, I, no, you're actually not going to talk over me. And not even in a combative way or anything like that. And even if she did, who cares? Like, it's always like you have to be, you know, quiet or in the or in this shell or, or else it's like you're combative, you're rude, you're disrespectful and all this shit that white women actually do get the grace to be this they're allowed to be angry and passionate and shit whereas black women we're not allowed to interrupt you while you're speaking over us and I know and I was just so elated that she did that because they already hate that she's in the room anyway and for her to just be like no you're you're you are going to let me talk my points I am not a talking head you are going to get my opinions like it was perfect and um I'm definitely looking forward to more more her and seeing more of her now, I'm not saying that Kamala and Joe are would be my top pick in people. I'm not going to say that. And I'm not saying it's good to say the lesser of two evils, but it is the lesser of two evils. We see what Trump is doing. So Kamala being a Black woman in there, in that White House, is really something. And she's not even like, no, Shady, I know I love Michelle so fucking much, okay? I love her as much as I love life. But she's not even going to be as a first lady. She'll be a vice president president in the white house she'll be making some very big ass moves i feel like that can help us and the fact that she's an hbcu graduate and aka like how black is that and there's so many black people especially black women saying she ain't black enough for nothing but she showed that shit she showed it to kamala yes she did like i i mean you have to give her accolades you have to give her like you know what she's done already and she is qualified to be the the next vice president I do like I get nervous I know it is lesser of two evils and I believe that wholeheartedly too Mm -hmm. they're not my first my top choices either but neither was Hillary you know and we had that same thing it just feels like every time people say that it just takes me back to that time where we were like all right, Hillary, like, we just gonna pick you. We don't really like you like that, but they didn't vote enough for her either, though. Like, we did not come out as much as we should have to vote for her. Black women did come out for her. Black Black women, women. but there wasn't, like, the young... That's really it. And there was a lot of white women who voted for Trump, but then uh, most Black men didn't vote at all. Yeah, so we definitely... I, I just hope that we don't repeat that same step and people don't say but I know you know that comes down to voting period um people taking it seriously demographics taking it seriously yeah so y'all on a lighter note we gonna talk about things that was going on this weekend that cracked me and Liz the fuck up especially Liz Liz love her some Cardi B and so she you know take it away girl (laughs) I just want y'all to like know that yes I love Cardi B of course for the music and you know she's an amazing like person but I love her and Offset's little hood love story I'm a real I I don't know why I don't I'm intrigued because they're just so toxic like okay y'all so like we said a couple episodes ago uh Cardi filed for divorce from Offset and 
um, as far as we knew, she was, you know, done. She didn't want to cheat on no more. She's one focus on her and culture, blah, blah, blah. Then her birthday comes around. She turned 28 on Sunday and she had a party and a lot of people was there. Meg Thee Stallion was there, Sam Taylor, um, Queen Nyjah. Can, can we pause? Tiana uh-huh. Taylor just had that fucking baby and she looked like Girl. she gets on my nerves. Keep going. Not fair. Not fair. After just giving birth to the baby herself. Oh God. Like she's a force of nature. Like that bitch be sick, making yeah. me sick. Like get off my neck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she um, had this big party and Offset was there and he, you know, snapped all this stuff on his Instagram stories of her just like, you know, twerking, dancing, dancing on him. They was grinding on each other at one point. Um, he gave her a Rolls Royce, even though she doesn't have her license. Like, it was just a lot going on. <laughs> and, you know, now people are like kind of being like, yeah, she's going to take him back kind of thing. And it's just funny to me how men, like when you decide to leave them alone, like the the lengths they will go to just to waste your time again. It's hilarious. The lengths. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If I was Cardi motherfucking B, you know what I would do? Dressed up in my in my in my wig, my short bob wig. Let me say, come in my business motherfucking suit. Drive in with that Rolls Royce that he bought to the divorce court. Yes, with the car he motherfucking bought it with. He, the car he follows, bought me. I'm not gonna lie. She actually follows through with this divorce. I will die. But I don't. Do you I don't, really think that? I think that they might break up, but it ain't gonna be right this second. They are I so toxic. I don't think they'll. She's gonna follow through with that. I'll be stunned. I'll be genuinely. I want her too. I kind of. And the thing is, I don't want them to break up, but mm. I want her to choose her because no matter what, he's gonna do kind of what he's gonna do. Like he's a habitual cheater. And the fact of the matter is, he cheated before they even got married. And I know it's not always once a cheater, um, once a cheater, always a cheater, but most of the time it is. And he's just been disrespectful throughout their whole entire relationship. And if they do get back together, and I really do like him, that's the thing. I don't dislike him at all. They need some therapy. They need some couples counseling because I think that people do glorify toxic behavior in our generation. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to walk away. And I won't even say it's our generation because, you know, Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown. Yeah, um, but I'm saying that people... Definitely that same toxicity. Yes, I know. But I'm saying, like, people now are, like, they're admitting, like, I just like a toxic... Uh, at least back in the day. Well, I guess being honest with yourself is the best, so I don't know. But if Cardi, like, does go through with this, he's always going to be lacking because he ain't going to get no other Grammy winning uh, rapper. She can get another rapper any motherfucking day. It's a dime a dozen. So if he want her, as he call her Mrs. Wap, he better act a fool about getting her back. Like Olivia Pope said, earn me. Earn me. Like you better. Like he, and it's funny because she was like, guys are already in her dms you know guys are like you know been waiting for her to be single she hasn't been single since she's been like super famous like she would really be winning if she decided to choose herself in either whether she does get another relationship or just be single and have fun and be 28 like that would be cool too and so i mean he needs her so hopefully you know if she decides to take him back 
he you know fixes what and does real work and not you know be like okay I got you with this gift now I'm gonna go back to doing what I was doing because obviously that wasn't working so but as women too sometimes we do don't we don't sometimes give any requirements or expectations and we just think that it's supposed to make us happy at this all the time like if she allows him back she needs to come with some real ass expectations work on her and him and get it together as a mature relationship sex on fucking sex and all that stuff and gifts is not enough to fix a, a family no like and that and that mindset is already why i'm like they're very toxic mm-hmm. he's using a very similar pattern that has always worked that's how he's always gotten her yep. is with gifts so you know that speaks to how they communicate so she like they need to grow up basically they're both yeah. really immature it's not just him it's her too but it's like they need to find new ways to be like this isn't working anymore and that's the only way it's going to work like you like if you're going to do all that to file for divorce at least demand more don't yeah. just fall back into the same routine which yeah. is why i don't understand how these women how women can just give men chances after chances after chances but yeah i can't understand it either so yeah, guys, from one toxic, messy marriage to a new blossoming marriage, uh, Cynthia Bailey from Housewives of Atlanta got married on 10-10-20 uh, to Mike Hill, and they've been engaged for like a year, some change now, and um, they've known each other for a while, and um, this is her second marriage. If you guys are fans of the show, you remember Peter, her ex-husband. Um, and they got married in Atlanta and like a COVID-19, like friendly wedding. Everybody had masks on and. No, um, they didn't. Cause Atlanta <laughs> don't give a damn about COVID. Keep going. They, well, they did in the pictures. Some of them definitely took them off though. You're right. But, um, a lot of the housewives were there. Portia was there. Eva was there. Um, Nini, I don't think came, but, um, a lot of the housewives came and from other shows, but um, one thing that me and Ashlyn both noticed was that Miss Cynthia Bailey was not the center of attention. Girl, I've been waiting <laughs> to this because I was, you know, I wasn't even going to be petty, but I'm just saying like, let me tell y'all something. I ain't no insecure woman, but y'all ain't going to have 50 bitches showing me up on my damn wedding. 50? <laughs> 50 bitches looks better than you at your own wedding? She is a supermodel. I expected drama. I wanted tears. I wanted laughter. I wanted to be scared. I wanted a lot. I wanted fever. She gave me nothing. She gave me just a little sniffle. I don't know. Cynthia is also 53. This is her second marriage. I don't know. That's that's the only thing I can come up with and why she was just so, the dress was not exciting at all. Her butt was like, I think she was trying to um with quarantine she did gain a little bit of weight I think the way that she had the side thing she was trying to camouflage a little because mm-hmm. that's some things that you, you can really do but yeah she was eating good during um quarantine my bitch was living her life and had that um that healthy that um what is a relationship weight because people yeah. thought that she was pregnant on there and that kind of really does suck because a woman can't never just be eating good <laughs> and love herself but I would have put a little spandex on right now she gains away in her midsection you're automatically pregnant and don't get me wrong she is a she is beautiful i just it wasn't my favorite 
wedding look from her it wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting at all like you said she is a supermodel you know we've seen her be more dramatic at events than at her own wedding so that's why I'm like maybe it's because you know she just wants to be real simple with this marriage now and that was kind of representative of it but um highlights was definitely Portia she looked amazing she looked so gorgeous so good like but I didn't like the shoes no it did not go Mm -mm, but the hair everything it was so funny because she took a picture with her fiance and it was like he made her take the picture (laughs) no she said they both said they're single now yeah, they're, so they they aren't together anymore. No, I think they was just there together or something. I don't know. Oh, just wow. another toxic ass relationship. Um, Kinga also looked really good. I think she was a bridesmaid, and so I think um, Eva might have. I think Eva was one. I didn't really like Eva's hair, but she gave me drama too. And then C- Candy looks like Candy. She looked cute. Um, mm-hmm. Shamia looked really really cute too. Candy's dress looked like she was like more like going to the club or like I don't know I didn't care for it but um but Eva I really liked Eva's um hair like the with the um gold yeah I'm surprised Marlo didn't bring it better because she did not look that good Mm -mm. yeah but um I'm happy for Cynthia the fashions I'm telling you if Atlanta's not gonna do nothing they're gonna try to show out with the flair and glare okay um i'm happy for cynthia and um maybe nini couldn't come because of like covid and you know greg is high risk and everything with um with what's it called uh uh cancer and stuff so maybe that's the reason but their friendship really she wasn't even there at the um engagement and everything i really am sad about that friendship ending the way it did yeah me too that they were my favorite friendship um and it was and it was genuine like I felt like it wasn't it wasn't forced or anything like they were just like genuine friends and for it to just fall out in the way that it has Mm -hmm. it's sad but like like we said before Nini is just she's one of those people like if she's not good people around her aren't good is what it seems Mm -hmm. like she's not a fun person to be around so I get why Cynthia you know is just like you know what when the door when the door is open if she wants to be friends again I'm here Mm -hmm. I had to move on yeah girl well all i know is ain't no 50 bitches gonna outshine me at my motherfucking wedding i'm telling you now not a one not Not a a one one. and i ain't no insecure chick we ain't insecure y'all but it's my wedding okay i am allowed i need to look like the most beautiful person in the room like whether you know i don't care i believe it so it's happening did you like the color scheme the black and white so I don't like black and white. Like I just felt like that was kind of plain Jane too. I just I oh. I, was there. I don't like I don't like it. It reminded me of like formal, like a black yeah, tie. like a black tie. But I don't want a black tie. I'll have a black tie party. A black tie wedding. I'm not. I I need color. Yeah. I need- Cause it is a, a joyous. Well, I think like if yeah. I would have had everyone else wearing black and white, I wouldn't have worn nude. I would have worn like a bright ass color. So no matter where you went in the room, that's me. Like if I wore a red dress, <laughs> not that I would have worn red to my wedding, but why not? You would have seen me from every angle. Um, like one of my major birthday parties, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do y'all wear black and white, and I wear red. I thought that's okay. like I think Oprah did that once, and I was going to do that. 
I would like to do it remind me of um a different world when uh remember when uh oh, fuck I don't know girl wedding okay yeah so if you wore that red I, I see it reminds me of a different world um Whitley when she was taking that picture at the Christmas party and um Dwayne's little fiance Aniko whatever was upset Kinu that's <laughs> what I want to do be the only red but I want to do like a sausage dress so I can shimmy down the aisle or something like that that'd be cute I'm definitely are you gonna have multiple dresses at your wedding absolutely me too I want like, a mini dress I want to show these legs off I want like a shimmery, like flappery dress for my reception. Mm-hmm. Um, like I want, oh my gosh, it's going to be a whole theme. Like we're going to be dressed alike and stuff, the bridesmaids. And... Oh my gosh. You know, I said I didn't want bridesmaids, but you got to be in my wedding, but I just oh, want a destination wedding. And if you can afford to go, then you can go. And then it's a whole ass party for the next two weeks. That makes sense. Well, I'll be there. Girl, I know you're going to be there. Even if I got to pay for you to be there, you being there okay but i ain't trying to pay so <laughs> you like no plan on it playing on it bitch <laughs> all right guys well that was our show yes out with us um my name's ashlyn and i am liz make sure you guys follow us we're on spotify and google play at bd karen you can also follow us on instagram and twitter at bd karen bye y'all bye.